I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> Look at that, it's fine. <laughs> and this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to another episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I am one of your hosts, Drew Allen. Happy to be here with both, that's right, you heard it here first, both of my co-hosts, that's Kyle Cox. Hello. And handsome Drew Crawford. We back and we back. The, <laughs> the stars have aligned. We've got all three hosts in the same studio. We're just here having a blast can't wait to catch up on all of the movies we've been watching together have y'all seen a movie in the past i don't know how long has it been conservatively six years since we've been together <laughs> on the same i have pod? seen so many movies i uh i went on vacation and took a long flight and nice. on the way there i was doing a lot of sleeping so i only watched one movie on the way back i was trying to stay awake so i watched all the movies. <laughs> good i have a question uh, for y'all that brings up a good topic when y'all are on a plane watching a movie does your criteria change for which one you watch oh for Absolutely. sure okay yeah. okay <laughs> what, what's your what's y'all's mindset i feel like this is an opportunity where this movie is just to kill time in my head so i'm going to choose something i probably wouldn't normally watch yeah, I, I, I get that. So, yeah, I, I do take a little bit of like, hey, you know what? That was kind of on the outskirts of my, mm -hmm. you know, vision here. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Uh, but I also am very, very cognizant of the fact that I watch everybody else's screen around me. <laughs> and I and I assume everybody's watching my screen as well. Yeah. So if there's as any are. kind of like racy content, or I think there will be, I will try to avoid that movie. Because yeah. I'm always terrified that like... There's going to be like a four-year-old sitting behind me, and then somebody's mom is going to be like, hey, can you turn that smut off? Because like, you just, uh, you're like destroying the youth over here. And it's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Yeah, this is Paddington 2. I had no yeah. idea there's going to be. I Direct didn't know, opposite approach I, for Coach I didn't Cox know about the here. gang violence in the Paddington <laughs> 2, all right? That's my bad. I, I'll watch Into the Spider-Verse on every flight I go on just because I know it's safe <laughs> and no one around me could be mad <laughs> that it's on. That's fair. That's fair. It's a great movie. Uh, but one of my favorite things to do, like I mentioned, is watch other people's screens. I have seen so many movies that basically are silent films. <laughs> um, and, and For example, I think I mentioned this to Kyle one time uh, when you were talking about the Kanye documentary. I watched that over somebody's shoulder one time and I learned a lot. <laughs> But I do yeah. feel like I lost a big chunk of the content <laughs> not being able to hear right. a documentary about a famous musician. Uh, so <laughs> there, there are uh, – also, I watched, I think, 42 different people watch uh, The House of Gucci. That was a real popular one on mm. our flight. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, but there's like an intense sex scene uh, in that. Yep. Yep, and yep. Uh, it was on everyone's screen, and I, you could like see it as like <laughs> it started like in the front of the plane as like somebody watched it, and then like somebody the row behind them would start it after they saw that scene, and they'd be like, "Oh, now no. we're gonna watch it," and then somebody on the row behind them would start it, and then somebody and it like worked its way back in the plane. I was like, "You guys are disgusting." <laughs> uh, 
I was like, I need to get off this flight now. Yeah. Flying with a bunch of Europe, perverts. What a wild place. <laughs> I hear the women there fly naked. Is that true? What? <laughs> we can cut that. So, anyways. <laughs> you know I'm not going to. <laughs> and I specifically did not mention an airline because I did not want to end up on somebody's blacklist. <laughs> Crawford, what did you watch while you were flying? Uh, so. I watched uh, one that I had seen previously, or like had seen uh, a preview for, and was like, okay, that looks somewhat interesting. I probably wouldn't watch it on my own. Uh, but I watched Cyrano, starring Peter Dinklage. Oh, never heard of this. And a bunch of other, and a bunch of other people I don't know. Um, I think it's a, based on a book. I'm pretty sure it's a book. Um, it takes place in, I don't know, older time. <laughs> like France war, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and basically think of it as like Moulin Rouge. It's pretty close to that. Um, except that it's also like a love triangle of like girl and guy are really good friends. Uh, Cyrano, who's played by Peter Dinklage. So he's a dwarf. He's really smart. He's like a fantastic swordsman. And he's like a poet and a writer, and he's like talented huh. in all these amazing areas. He's just a dwarf, and then he's best friends with like this beautiful woman in town who's like the desire of everybody, but she's like out of money, and so she has to like marry for wealth. But then she falls in love with another beautiful idiot, and the beautiful idiot uh, ends up get, being part of Cyrano's army. And she's like, hey, will you help me get with this guy? And that guy's like, hey, will you help me get with that girl? Like, will you write her letters for me? And, like, I'll pretend that it's me. Mm. And so, like, he gets to express his love to her while then... Interesting. But, like, the other guy gets the credit for it. And uh, then they end up going to battle. But it, the whole thing's also a musical. That's why it's a lot like Moulin Rouge. Okay, um, cool. Kyle, have you seen and, Moulin Rouge? Do you sure know what he's have. talking about? Okay, cool. I do. And I actually think I didn't look it up. I probably should have the bad guy. There's a a bad guy like Duke or Count or something in this who's like the oh I'm the rich guy and I'm gonna like force that woman to marry me anyway and get what I want. Pretty sure it's the same guy who plays like the douchebag Count Duke in Moulin Rouge. Oh, uh, really? Okay. I I could have looked it up. Probably would have taken thirty <laughs> seconds. Uh, didn't do but it I, yeah. I I feel pretty strong about it. Uh, I would give it a solid six. Uh, it's it's a wow. fine movie. It, it's it's weird. You have to be into musicals to find any enjoyment out of it at all. Huh. Some of the music was pretty beautiful. Then some of the storyline, I was like, we get it. Let's move along. <laughs> um, um, and then I also watched another movie called No Sudden Moves, which have you guys heard about this at all? I don't think so. It is very good and has an all-star cast. Uh, Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, John Hamm, Matt Damon's in it. Like out of nowhere, he just like showed up at the end. Um, there, there's some really strong actors in this, and it's a. Uh, I can't think of a good analogy off the top of my head, but two criminals in like 1950s Detroit. Uh, get tasked to like be part of a job and then the job kind of goes south and then they feel like they got set up together uh it's don Cheadle and benicio del toro 
Uh, so it's like one white guy, one black guy. It's like pretty racially tense in 1950s Detroit at this time. So mm. they have to like navigate that together. Um, it, it's a very fun movie that kind of like keeps you on your head. Uh, oh, David Harbour's in it too. He's the main guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it, I think it was a really well done movie and I had a lot of fun with it the whole time. So I would strongly recommend No Sudden Moves. Again, I watched all these on an airplane, so I don't know where you can find them. <laughs> yeah. You you could get on an airplane. <laughs> just it's buy probably a ticket. more expensive, yeah, than just paying what you know, four dollars or whatever to rent it on iTunes. Just do a round trip from here to anywhere, three hour plane ride away, and watch both of them. Yep. Uh, and the last one I'll talk about tonight uh, is Uncharted. I know we had previously spoken about this. It was we talked about video game movies. Yes. And Drew had seen it. Um, I watched this on the plane because this is a perfect plane movie to me. Nice. Uh, I pretty much know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be engaged it the whole time. If I end up watching somebody else's House of Gucci over their shoulder, <laughs> like you know, I, I'm not going to miss a lot of the plot. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what happened. I would give it like a six point five. Um, it's like there were some very funny lines there were some cool action scenes uh, there were a couple twists and turns that I was like ooh that's kind of fun um, I I really like Tom Holland a lot so I just I'm going to watch him do stuff I would did you watch Cherry? I did not it was on my list for a while and I just I missed it uh, I really like Cherry and most everyone else in the world didn't like Cherry and I don't know if it's just because I really like Tom Holland, or if it's because it was the Russo brothers, or if I'm just wrong. But I really <laughs> liked Cherry, and nobody else did. Yeah, when I saw the preview, I thought it would be something I would like. So yeah. maybe I need to give it a try, and I can see if we're going to be wrong together, or if it's you and me versus the world here, and the world yeah. is just always Which wrong. I'm for either, to be honest with you. I think it's on Apple Plus, uh, Cherry. At least it was when it came out. Hmm. Yeah, so that those were uh, three of the big movies I watched when I was on the plane. I've got some more that I'll maybe talk about on a later episode, but um, that, that's been a lot of my time. Uh, Kyle, what, what have you been watching? So many things, but uh, quickly. Um, have you all heard of Under the Banner of Heaven? No. no. Is this a movie? It's a series. I think it's on Hulu, um, and it's starring Andrew Garfield. Um, oh, wow. Also, Daisy Edgar Jones, who is fast rising up my board of famous act- or, uh, favorite actresses. Wow. Uh, Sam Worthington is in it, and Wyatt uh, Russell as well. Um, it's basically True Detective, but set in Mormon uh, Utah. Wow. Uh, and it's a really, really interesting take on a detective trying to find the truth on a murder that goes against his Mormon beliefs um, and kind of how that those work together. Uh, huh. It's really, really, really good. Uh, I enjoyed it a whole lot, but I think you also have to go into it. I didn't know that it was about the uh, Latter-day Saints Mormon church going into it. I thought it was just a crime murder mystery. So about 30 minutes into the first episode, I went, oh no, I need to pause this and reset my brain a little bit for what I'm watching. And then I did that and then I really enjoyed it. But they have like a, they make excuses to do a bunch of flashbacks to how the Mormon church got started so that you have context for what's going on. And they do that in each episode. 
And you kind of just have to like get over that, that they're going to make up a dumb excuse to talk about John Smith or whatever the heck his name was. And yep. like the, the history of the Mormon church. They do that every single episode. And that's like, you kind of have to be ready for that. But I really, really enjoyed it. And also Wyatt Russell has become like my favorite actor to play the crazy person. <laughs> and he plays like understandably crazy so well. And he, he kills it in this show. Um, and so if, if you enjoyed True Detective, or if you think that like the history of religion and how that plays into the world um, is interesting, then Under the Banner of Heaven is a really, really good view. Uh, it's tough. There's a lot of really uh, tough and dark scenes. Um, it's about the murder of a family, so like, it's, it's not an easy watch. But Andrew Garfield is so good. And... Uh, I want him to be in more things because every time I see him in something, I'm like, dude, that guy's great. <laughs> and I feel like he was snubbed for Tick, Tick, Boom for someone who would punch Chris Rock in the face. Um, and then uh, I watched a Spiderhead, which oh, is yeah. the, the uh, movie starring Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller. It's yeah, on Netflix. It was written by Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick, who are the writers of the Deadpool uh, movies. And... It's like it's like the writers of the Deadpool movies set out to make a Black Mirror episode mm. starring Ryan Reynolds, but then Chris Hemsworth <laughs> got cast instead of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and like if that intrigues you, then like there you go. You you got a you got a fun hour and 45 minutes on your hands. How was Chris Hemsworth as a villain? Was he captivating, believable? I thought he was really good. I I enjoyed his performance. It's a fine movie. You kind of know how it's... I mean, there, there's not a lot of twist and turning. Like, you kind of know... I'm at point A now. I know where point B is. Um, but he makes it a fun ride. And Miles Teller does a really good job, too. Um, but you could kind of tell, like... It kind of felt like it was... It was written for a Ryan Reynolds character that can play that kind of charming and while also being sinister and also lovable character. And Chris Hemsworth did a good job. Um, it... It's fine. It's good. It's a good. It's a good watch, but it's not like groundbreaking. It, based on the preview I saw, it made me feel like a uh, mm, more comical mm, or lighthearted. I don't know, uh, like a, a funnier version of like Shutter Island. Sure. Is that anywhere close? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it seems like a. Uh, Truthfully, it seems like a Black Mirror episode that went on just like a little too long. Um, <laughs> that they had, they felt they had to stretch into a full yeah. length feature film instead of just a uh, instead of a forty five minute episode. Um, it's fine. It's good. Miles Teller is fun in it. It's an interesting concept. Um, it's based on a book, I believe. There's some fun stuff in it. It's it's worth your time if you're looking for something to do. Um, and then I I've kind of hated on Stranger Things a little bit. Mm. on this podcast just because it was such a worldwide phenomenon and I didn't really get it. Um, have you all watched this latest season of Stranger Things? I have not. No. I got bored in season two and stopped watching. Fair enough. So here's the deal. Sean Levy or Levy, how you pronounce his last name, directed um, these, this whole season. I think he did everything but the last episode. Um, and he's the guy who directed uh, Free Guy and the Adam Project, and he's tapped to direct Deadpool three, um, and 
even though I kind of like want to not like this show, it's really, really, really good. And they left it on a heck of a cliffhanger. The last two episodes I think are coming out this upcoming weekend. I'm pretty fired up for it. But like the the con for the show is uh, is an interesting one because it's like they have uh, I think this is the third season, and by this third season they have like too many interesting characters and too many separate storylines that are going on and like too many really good scenes that are happening all kind of like side by side and it's just kind of like too much to handle which if there is a knock for a show it having too many good characters and having too many storylines that like you're invested in like there's there's worse stuff to watch um so i I, if you are a fan of stranger things i'm also a fan of stranger things i think i can say that now it's really good i think it's too much i think they have too many good characters and too many fun storylines but it's it's wrapping up nicely I was going to say, do you think that it will go the way of Game of Thrones where it's like, hey, there's too many things that you want to happen that like we don't have time for. And so we're just going to like smash it all together to wrap it up in a way that pleases nobody. No. <laughs> I, I think the, uh, the, 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 oh, it's a brother do. I can't remember their names now. The Duffer. The, du- the Duffies. Yeah. I, they've. I think they've said there's just one more season left, so okay. it makes me feel like they're going to wrap it up nicely. Um, but they've done a really good job with what they've got, and what they had at the beginning was like six child actors who were like <laughs> ten, and now they're like yeah. fifteen, and they can like you know handle a scene well. But they didn't know that when they cast them when they were nine, sure. you know. Uh, so I feel like they kind of hit gold. Um, and then finally, last thing I know, I've taken too long. You guys have to see this movie that just came out on Netflix and it's called RRR and it is I don't know enough about the movie I don't know enough about it to like speak intelligently on it I think it was a movie how it came it's called a Tollywood picture I don't know what that means I know that it came out in one language which is not English and then they dubbed it into another language which is again not English and then it became a huge sensation overseas, and now it's on Netflix, and you can watch it in a in a in a language that's not English, dubbed from another language that's also not English, and it's an incredible freaking ride of a lot of fun. Um, the only person you would recognize in it is Ray Stevenson, who is Volstagg and Thor, and he was in King Arthur, and he's always like the bad guy in like a mob thing okay. <laughs> uh but it's three hours long Woo. it's but it's worth every single freaking second it's so much fun it's the most fun i've had watching a movie in 2022 um wow. at i can't even begin to describe it i think we need a whole episode dedicated to this movie uh, so that's all i'll say to you guys if you take anything from an now streaming I think you actually have to enjoy like cinema to enjoy this movie. I think you have to enjoy like ridiculous, like fun movies like I don't know, Con Air and Armageddon and stuff like that to enjoy this movie. But man, it's a good time. And Drew Allen, I know you would love this movie. Crawford, I think you would like it in the right frame of mind. But I would really like to hear y'all's opinion on this movie at some point. That's an incredible list, and you've given me a lot to process, and I can't wait to watch all of those movies, Kyle. 
I'm going to sprint through mine since we're running a little long on this now streaming episode. I did watch Paddington 2. I made a joke about it earlier. Great movie. (laughs) Phenomenal movie. So much heart in that movie. It's just a good-natured, fun movie. I told my wife, it's such a happy movie, only happy things happen. And then I rewatched it with her, and there's some really sad stuff that happens, but it gets resolved happy. But when I, when you preface it with only happy things happen, and then Paddington goes to jail and doesn't get read a bedtime story, your heart literally breaks that this little mm-hmm. bear doesn't get his bedtime story. He ends up getting it, not to spoil it too much, but I don't want you to, <laughs> to be worried too much about it. Um, this is a movie that Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage bonded over, right? Yes. I was about to say, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent told me mm. that it's the number three best movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is why I watched it, and I, it would be hard for me to disagree with them. Like, that's a good argument. They've got an argument there. Um, other things I watched, I watched Labyrinth, followed right behind <laughs> with Pan's Labyrinth. And if you oh want my a, gosh. If you want a weird night, just throw the <laughs> double feature on. And I got you Labyrinth for your birthday, I right? I did. You did. You did. <laughs> And that's why I watched it, and then I threw on Pan's Labyrinth right after. And I, I did that, that was probably five or six weeks ago. It's been a while since we've been together. That's probably five or six weeks week ago that I watched both those movies the same night. And I think it was two nights ago that I was finally able to get back to sleep. So if that tells you anything about those features, they're wacky and crazy, and one super dark. And I'll give you a hint, it's not Labyrinth. Okay. Um, I watched... Did you enjoy Pan's Labyrinth, though? Um, I feel like that's a really like hard line in the sand in between. Yeah. Like, do you enjoy movies or do you enjoy cinema? And I feel like <laughs> you have to like. Yeah, I, I'd say I enjoyed parts of it. I could see why it got popular or famous. I could see why you know people like it, but no, it would. I, I wouldn't watch that movie again. Right. Um, I watched It Follows as well. The, oh yeah, the second scariest movie I've listed so far after Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Uh, solid film glad I watched it it's a really good horror movie one that has some logic like some horror movie logic that they stick to throughout the whole movie which I appreciated it's just a good world they build there so well done movie there I appreciate when horror movies have an original concept I mean at Mm -hmm. some point it's like hey something's trying to kill you like I get that like all (laughs) horror movies will be that right Uh, but I appreciate when it's not just like it's a guy in a mask Um, it's like the concept's a little more original and i actually really like that movie and i don't like scary movies wow well there you go that's probably the the highest praise that this podcast can give a scary movie that's high praise yeah uh watch blade runner 2048 on netflix for freezies it's great very good you don't need to watch the first one to enjoy that one so if you have any you know you like ryan gosling throw it on it's like three hours four hours something like that um ties into the framed for the day yeah, um, the Crudes. I didn't really get it, guys. Are y'all big Crudes fans? Mm-mm. No, I haven't seen. A Is that one. Nick Cage or Ryan Reynolds? It's ooh. Nick I Cage think it was Nick Cage. Crudes. Yeah, Nick Cage. It's referenced again in Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, gotcha. the, Ryan Reynolds is in one that's like similar to that, though, right? Mm, he might be in that. Maybe the sequel. He may be in both. I, we should look this up. It's almost like we could pause a podcast. And, nope, can't or do it. edit out any part where we didn't know what we were talking about. Nah, we don't have the capability. Cut right to the part yep, where we do. He's in it. So it's both he Ryan is. Reynolds. It's wow. Ryan Reynolds and Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, and then I'll finally end my list, my sped through list, uh, with Swiss Army Man. I mentioned it last time on our podcast, mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's directed by the Daniels. It was the first movie that I've seen them do. They may have done one before that, but I'm not sure. 
it's a an odd movie. It's 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 got a a good weird kind of humor. Uh, they, they do a really good job of it's Paul Dano and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. I keep going back to Robert Pattinson, and I knew that wasn't right. Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano, and they both do a phenomenal job. Uh, Paul Dano playing a kind of sad, uh, crazy person, and then uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing a dead person. So. With superpowers. Paul Dano playing a crazy person? I <laughs> no am way. surprised. Yeah. Uh, it's super interesting. I enjoyed it because I was in the right mindset for it, uh, which is a very narrow mindset that you could be in, I think. But if you liked Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once is what I said the first time, uh, <laughs> then I bet you could find a way to enjoy this movie, Swiss Army Man. Uh, it's a little out there. It's a little weird based on a comic book. But uh, I, it gets my recommendation. I enjoyed the film, and that's which gonna... I think now is a good time to to make up for our our sins of the last episode. When I say our sins, I mean mostly mine. <laughs> when I called short round roundhouse, yeah. <laughs> which I think, I think, which you corrected me like very quickly afterwards, but it yeah. never like sat into my brain that like oh I messed that up. But I think I just yeah. had Roadhouse on the yeah. mind, Patrick Swayze. Yes. Um, and then also, which we all know is I, always running in the back of your head. You're always thinking yeah, about Roadhouse. Swayze's always in the back of your mind somewhere. <laughs> um, and then we both went back and forth on you kept calling it an A24 movie, and I kept calling it an Agbo movie. Yeah. And so when I was editing it, I was like, oh no, we messed this up. And we looked it up, and it was an Agbo production, which was presented by A24 films. Interesting. Or, and I don't know. That's why we have to get Matt Singletary back on the show because I have so many questions. <laughs> I don't understand how movies work, Listen, and I'd really like to. Nobody so. knows what a producer does, so no one knows. It's and it's I thought hard. I did, and apparently I don't. It's hard to sell your uh, amateur knowledge uh, of a podcast by also saying I don't know how movies work. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> and then but, hey, listen to us talk about movies and stuff. I, I have so many questions. Like, honestly, how does it work? When a movie goes to a theater, is the theater paying that production company money for, like, renting their movie? Or does the production company pay the theater for allowing them a space to show their movie? How does that work? I think the franchise movie theaters pay for the rights to the movie. So, like, AMC will pay that studio and say, I want to the rights to show your movie in all of my theaters. I don't think the individual theater, unless it's like the Angelica or, you know, like the one-offs. Um, but the individual I'm, theater is... Matt Singletary, if you're listening, I have questions. I don't want to be that... Answers. I don't want to be that guy to represent our entire audience, but I stopped listening like five minutes ago. So, <laughs> if you've made it to this point, I'm sure we would love to hear from you. So please tweet out to us on Twitter at NTPYD Podcast or email us at NTPYD Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other than Tell that, us how movies work. without further ado, was there anything y'all would like to end us with? Crawford, you got a nice little tagline in there. Kyle, do you understand movies? Is there anything you'd like our audience members to tell you about? He's given us the thumbs up, which means, Drew, wrap it up. <laughs>